Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we should testing. actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're on. There's a new song that I'm really into, Timmy. What's that? I don't know what the song's name is called. So does that mean you're going to sing it? I think I need to. Oh, geez. Okay. Won't you Get help ready. me sober up? Growing up, it made me numb. And I want to feel something again. Sounds like a really bad Won't song. help me sober up? All the big kids, they are drunk. And I want to feel something again. Meh. Here we go. I don't know. That song is it's by AJR. Never heard AJR. of AJR. Uh it's really big right so now. So is it a band? Is it a singer-songwriter? It's I, 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 you don't know. I have no idea. It's really big Literally, right now. Literally, I've been looping it for like the past two days mm, of work. Really big right now, huh? Um, won't you help me sober up? Growing up, it made me numb. And I want to feel something again. Hmm. I don't know. I think it was a Is that song. the point? What's the point? I don't get it. It's just a catchy essence song, you know? Okay. The guy's All looking right. okay. at himself, a reflection of himself as, as a child. And when he was drunk? No, like, just the fact that... Uh, just listen to the song. It's a okay, good song. I'll it's listen. Good song. Next good week, song. we'll have a review. No, I don't think... It's going to be a really bad review. Okay. Okay. Next time. Next time. Okay. That was my artistic endeavors. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Uh, before we go on any further, I want to thank you all for tuning in this week. Uh, if you want to check us out on our Facebook page, it's the Tim and Dave Show podcast. You can also check us out on our uh, YouTube. Uh, excuse me, not our YouTube account. We don't have a YouTube account anymore, do we? Our uh, what do you call it? Our iTunes account. That's what I meant to say. You can like and subscribe us there. You can also find us on uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, and FM Play. Uh, also, if you want to donate to our Patreon account, it's the Tim and Dave Show podcast uh, on Patreon.com. Uh, there you can donate small uh, monetary funds to us so we can uh, uh, upgrade our systems. And we'll talk about that a little later. Some crazy stuff happened that uh, it's kind of annoying, but we'll get to that. Mm. Uh, but the best way to get us uh, out there is word of mouth. So if you guys can uh, get uh, to spread the word by telling other people how amazing we are and how talented my my uh, my singing voice is. Don't. I was don't. actually mistaken as a voice actor. No, you weren't. Day. I kid you oh, not. Oh, well, okay. As a voice actor. Yeah, yes. I can see Someone that. Said, and, then, and then they were like, actually, no, he's just a podcast. I mean, you have a good voice. Oh, Timmy, thank you. You don't I, sing well, but you have a good voice. I, I think if I had some a little bit of coaching, I think I could sing pretty well. Objectively, if you had coaching and you put effort into it, I'm sure you would be a considerably above average. Like Frank singer. Sinatra? No, never. What about what about like Seth MacFarlane? He's pretty good no, singing. No, you don't. You don't have a McFarlane. I could do this sound all the time. Okay. No, not not McFarlane. I, I mean, did it my way. I mean, you're good. Okay, you're pretty good, right, but right, you're not right, McFarlane right, good. Okay, no, no, this is this def- this episode is definitely ramping up. All okay, right, I, I'm all getting right. this. I'm feeling you're this. You're getting it. Anyhow, uh, so um, like we talked about last week, I bet we had a computer issue two weeks ago with the RAM. Yes. All right. So then after I fixed that, I updated my computer, and it turns out the update did not allow me to use my video editing program mm-hmm. that we have used for the past year uh, for this podcast to um, uh, edit our work. And it was Final Cut Pro 7, which was discontinued in updates in 2010. And I've been riding that gravy train for yeah eight years now. Uh, and when companies uh, do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating. And then when they updated the new C- High Sierra, which came out in September, so I could have had any bit of time... 
in the past six months to look up what would happen if I did this. But you didn't. I didn't. Who does? No one. And um, so the software is now obsolete, and I can't access any of our old files. And um, it's just a really big pain in the butt. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as a learning experience in our careers. Uh-huh. And uh, so I downloaded uh, Final Cut Pro X, which is terrible, and I said I'm never going to use this. And that's why last week's quality was kind of poor, I think, if anyone was annoyed by that, because I I can't work with that system. Mm. So then I had to download Premiere, Adobe Premiere, and that, after doing so, gave me a virus. Um, Hmm. So it gave me – well, it's not really a virus. It's called malware, where every time I went and searched something on Google – it redirected me to a mm. Yahoo page, which uh-huh. was not even a real page. It was a phishing page. Oh, and yeah. uh, I spent about five hours trying to fix that. Mm. And then after I fixed that, then because what happens with malware like that, uh, it disabled my ability to get on the internet for another five hours. So I spent about a good 10 hours trying to get this virus thing solved mm. and eventually just wound up working. So I didn't have enough time to learn how to do Premiere. So we're not going to be having previews for the next episode for this one until I relearn mm-hmm. a new video editing process and a video editing software. And it's just part of doing business, my friend. You know, it's just part of life. From time immemorial, yes. I always heard, Max just work. Max, don't get viruses. Okay, it's now malware. here you are. They've always had mal- uh-huh. malware. Oh, oh, that's a big difference. They've it always is. had malware. They just don't have viruses. They whatever don't. that it's means. It's malware. It's mal- malware is like um. Well, the RAM doesn't work either. Well, that's different. That's hardware. I mean, anything that's software doesn't pro- work on it when you update it. I've well, never had I mean, these problems I, 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 <laughs> with my PCs. Your PCs never lasted more than two years. That's not true. My PCs lasted a pretty decent amount of time. What was the longest running PC you ever had? Oh, man, let me think. That was probably the one that I must have bought in 2009, summer okay. 2009, and then I got a new one, summer 2003. Okay, four years. Yeah, then my- when I got one in summer 2003, I got a new one. Okay, four years. All right, so... Um... The Mac I currently use is 2000. I think I got it. The let's Must just have say 2012. Yeah, it was it was 2012. So it's been five and a half years. Okay. So I'm well, I'm just saying like it's a quality product. I oh, spend, I bet I, it's a quality product. But no, I will. I'm not a Mac fanboy that says, "Oh yeah, Mac, 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 Mac." Mac, Mac. Mac. I will admit, yes, you are. I prefer Mac, but mm-hmm. I will say for utter certainty because I like shitting on things that Mac is not perfect. Yeah. And, Here's the thing. Honestly, I, since Steve Jobs' death, the whole company has sucked. I can respect your love for Mac because Why? you've always been a Mac person. That's true. Your house always had a Mac computer, yeah, right. even before that like early 2000s comeback for them when suddenly it was a cool thing to have a Mac. No, no, no. I had a Mac when it's early 2000s. Yeah. No, I mean, even before that, you still had Mac. No, I didn't. I had Are you sure? Mac. I had a Windows 98, dude. Really? Positive. I remember you being into Macs before Macs were cool. I liked iPad. I had an iPod, the original Nano. All right. Maybe now I don't respect your affinity for mac computers um now i disc- disparage it like i do all others oh, so good. well at least at least you really on the acquitted same page. yourself well now david speaking about trying to, to insult me <laughs> tim, tim specifically wanted this next topic because, on the agenda today listen ladies and gentlemen last week we were at my house oh yeah i made david some tea which he typically does as always david has a certain proclivity when it comes from drinking from a cup no matter what, when David's drinking from a cup, he will never finish the cup. There will always be a non-negligible amount of liquid <laughs> sitting in that cup when he's quote-unquote done. 
And this has always been the case for as long as I've known him. He'll just be drinking something, and then suddenly I'll see a cup around with some drink in it. Yeah. But he thinks he's done. Even I know it's still it. in there. Why, that's uh, all that all that leftover stuff's like backwash and that, stuff. It's so weird. It's so weird. I just I just don't like. And if it's not, I don't I don't finish a cup typically to the bottom. I leave a little at the end and then refill oh. it, and then it mixes into the other stuff. So it's not like this concentration of, of just spit. Even with beer bottles, I don't drink them to the to its finale. I think the only thing I do do is uh shots hmm. to the to, to the bit. I'm trying to think soda. No, I drink sodas to the end because I can't see the little. If I can if I see the liquid. Um, you know, either because of the, the transparency of the actual thing hmm. or holy crap. Yeah. Now I don't think about it. I do that with water bottles, too. I don't drink the last little bits of it. Like, uh, yeah, even what they, like I have like in my trash can. If you see all the water bottles in my trash can, you could probably fill mm-hmm. a water full water bottle at the end of it. That's so as far week. as things you drink to the last drop, there's shot. <laughs> there's shot. <laughs> there's shots. And then there's the other thing. Other we shouldn't talk well, about we it. We should talk about it. Okay. But I know for a fact. Well, that that, that was really getting on Tim's under <laughs> Tim's skin or mm, on yeah, Tim's on, <laughs> on or in something. I don't something know. Or other. So, um, but a little lighthearted um, opening for the for opening. this week's podcast. Yes, for sure, indeed, for sure. Uh, so uh, new and um, new developments for the Florida the shooting. Florida thing. It's been a huge yep. news story. Yep. Obviously, it was a huge news story right. last week, right, right. but it just even escalated mm-hmm. um there there has been a lot of commentary speaking on that topic correct that yeah. um normally when you have a school shooting yeah. or any mass shooting yeah, yeah. there's a huge spike in media attention correct and then really pretty quickly it's down yeah and everyone's been talking about how this story has really bucked the trend it's not only stayed the story it's become even a bigger story well and there's for, for a lot various of weird sub different stories yeah it's coming it's, out of uh, it. It's I very interesting all around. We've reached a boiling point, I think. But now um, I want to... First of all, I want to address this. Okay. It's so weird uh-huh. that these... Li- that the conservative... Especially the sort of, oh, I'm a family values, small town, conservative, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's their solution to the problem of mass shootings? Armed let's teachers. Tur- let's turn our schools into, like, <laughs> military occupation zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's there's a nothing dis- and you, more and, dystopian than and that, and you know what? And then and then you wonder why the education system's so poor for public education. Like, if these are the best solutions you have on the mm. table, no wonder the rich like, children. Legitimately, yeah. the idea of a fully armed detail actively patrolling every oh primary God. and secondary school this in America. To me, that's so dystopian. I would legitimately rather have the federal government go door to door <laughs> and forcibly coll- collect everyone's guns. I think that's less dystopian. Right, in right. fact, I would legitimately prefer this absurd scenario to the ubiquitous armed guard scenario. Yeah. I would prefer if everyone entering a high school, middle school, or elementary school right. had to wear a straight jacket <laughs> and every administrator, <laughs> teacher, and student had to learn to write with their mouths. When I say I would prefer that, I, I think this is a sit. I think this was actually a skit <laughs> off of a, a comedian, like because, but not for guns, just because that there were like there was like laws for sexual misconduct. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where the, everyone's uh-huh. in straight jackets, no one can touch anybody. Mm-hmm. All right, so go I would on. legitimately prefer that than this idea that we should have a fully armed mm-hmm. detail of heavily armed guards roaming the schools at all hours well you know i think i think what was what, what really puts me over and I, we didn't have this information because this information came out last sunday mm. uh while we were recording uh that the uh security guard or not even just a security it was an armed officer 
uh, that was uh, uh, it's which is very common having an armed officer in schools nowadays. Um, and I'm supportive of it. It's one person, you know. No. It only takes one person with a gun to stop another man with a gun or oh. a person with a gun. Mm-hmm. So this individual, well, apparently, so this individual that was you know stationed to be there mm-hmm. and uh, at the at the school at the beginning of the day until the end of the day uh, arrived 90 seconds after the shooting mm. started and then spent an additional four minutes outside that building not doing anything to, to 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 go in and when the sheriff asked was asked what would you have done if you were in that situation he said i would have entered that building and found the shooter and have killed the shooter maybe it would have um who knows but here's the thing it wasn't him was it who i knows? understand that but you would wonder though if a person is it's it's one question is okay okay it's one thing to say if a teacher was in that situation what would you do what some would say oh if i was one of the teachers i would have gone in and i would they're not not trained for that Uh however i would expect a higher degree of i wouldn't say professionalism but preparedness Mm, for situations like that Uh with a person who is an armed officer Mm -hmm. uh and getting ready for that sort of positioning and I, i i i again more information about that of why yeah. and how and whatever is going to come out, but it kind of it's kind of weird to me that that would happen. So I, I feel like you had an armed person there, mm-hmm. it didn't solve the problem. Then what's really the solution to it? You know what I mean? And uh, but no, I don't I don't agree with the arming teachers methodology. I think it's silly. Um, I, don't, I actually I don't I, I, I don't would agree. almost I, I would I think I would actually prefer. That the teachers be armed? I don't prefer this at all. I think it's a terrible dystopian idea. I would even prefer that to the idea of an armed detail of mm. private security or military well, or whatever duh, obviously. roaming the schools. Yeah, no, I agree. It's I stupid. would rather the teachers have are, handguns. It's a hyperbolous... It's not anymore. Scare ta- no, it's, it's not hyperbolic another, anymore. No, I, think, I, think, I think what it's come down to is that people are just so over this being so common now mm-hmm. that... They are literally clinging on to any idea. I think Newsweek actually said that this may be the the breaking point in America is this Maybe. particular gun control uh, conversation. But there is, on the other hand, certain things are worth thinking about in relation to it. For example, these events are still unbelievably uncommon in in terms of how many people go to school in America, right, how many people right, die right, in I school understand. shootings. Unbelievably uncommon. Um, dying in a car accident is. Uh, of course, exponentially right, more right. common. Exponentially. Do we call for... Exponentially? Sh- exponentially. Not exponentially. It's not an expo center. It's exponentially. Exponentially, not exponentially. Exponentially. Now, now there's an N in there? Yeah. No. There's always... Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Right, oh, talking. boy, David. This is not, this is not <laughs> Okay, anyway, where was I? Okay, exponentially more common to die in like a car accident. We never really hear about how we really need to change our driving patterns or just the way we approach transportation in general because the current transportation system causes so many deaths, which I think we should. But anyway, that's sort of a that's sort of an aside, neither here nor there. Just something. It's exponentially. Exponentially. Let me see. Hold on. It's ex. Exponentially increased, but I say exponentially. I know because you don't say it right. (laughs) <laughs> Who the hell? Oh, so listen to this loser. Uh-huh. This guy just sounds like he's just just oh, boy. smokes his own butt. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Exponential. Uh-huh. I don't like this guy. Uh, exponential, exponential, not exponential. Exponent. We're gonna have to look into this. Ex- means getting really I big. What the, exponential I'm, I'm growth. Getting, we're not getting into this right now. Okay. Did you watch the CNN town hall about this? No. Did you I, hear about it at all? No. Really. 
So CNN hosted a town hall where they had some of the activist students from the school, you know, the crisis actors, on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're definitely going to have to address that. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. uh Let's at least address that. I don't think they're crisis actors. Anyway, (laughs) they had those uh, these activist students on the stage asking questions to a couple different people were up there. The sheriff was on up there. Marco Rubio, little Marco, was up there. Little Marco. And I think some representative from the NRA was up there. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I found this an unbelievably odd media circus because this thing was organized and um, presented by CNN. Like, it was a CNN affair. Right. Now, okay, fair enough. You're a media organization. Your job is to present... Your job he is to present. Your job Sorry. is to present the news, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. This is a big deal. You want to organize something that's important. People care about it, yeah. and broadcast it to the people. Uh-huh. Okay, that's reasonable for a media organization to do. Okay, but should the media organization be driving the news? Be totally framing the subjective view of the news? No, because this was an entirely like it wasn't fair and balanced or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> It was that's CNN's logo. No, that's Fox News. <laughs> that's Fox News's logo. But Fair it, and balanced. But it wasn't a reasonable media presentation. I'm not surprised. Tim, what did you expect? It was a huge media circus that was all about the gun control. People are good. We're actively doing as much as possible to make the opposing side look bad. Even after the town hall, they had this presentation from like the school choir, and it was filmed in like this dramatic cinematic. Did you hear that sequence. girl's speech, though? That the girl that had her hair shaved off? I didn't. I, I knew who you were referring to, but I didn't see the, that. Was a, the, it was a powerful speech. Was it? That one, yeah. It was mm. nice. It was, and she said uh, something about how the NRA was like a main contributor to Trump's campaign. And, Here's, okay, I also want to talk about that. Right. The, the reason gun control is so intractable and the reason no Republicans will support it. It's really not because of the NRA Whatever gun lobby. control means. Because you're not we're, we're yeah, about blah, blah, blah. that semantic argument again. But everyone knows the general idea when I'm re- referring to that. No, I don't. Oh, well, I, what is gun control? Are you, when they say the Republicans will never touch gun control, uh-huh. does that mean repealing all ability to own guns? Is that what that means? Okay, whatever. The reason this is a thing with Republicans, it's not because of the NRA. The NRA really has very little to do with it. It's not lobbying money because they don't contribute just that saying, much money. I did, not, well, a couple million is not a lot. Not, not, it's not, not significant, it's, really. I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's, it's the electoral system because Republican primary voters care about guns I know. No, no, more I, than anyone. Obviously, obviously. I'm just saying like, it's just interesting in, in its own facets. Um, a couple solutions that I read uh, uh, that have come out since the incident mm-hmm. um, have all been pretty much what you and I have been talking about. Mm-hmm. One of our uh, listeners commented that we were incorrect about having said that there was an automatic weapon being yeah. fired. Semi-automatic, automatic, honestly doesn't matter. They're both killing machines that have no reason or purpose in this country unless you are... Uh, now, uh, unless the person who really wants that and has that has... I, I just don't... I Although, just, to be fair, you remember the L.A. riots back in the 90s? So we're going to say that because they had semi-automatics and those Korean shops. The Korean there, shop I, I, owners. I'm not touching that and issue. I'm just saying. That's, 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 that's a, to be fair. It's a weird, it's a weird topic. It, it's, um, a, it's a one-off so occurrence. It, regardless. And it's it's a racially charged topic, mind you. Um, so that being said, all the solutions that were being portrayed, I didn't really like because it was kind of what we were debating. But one was, and I didn't think about this, hmm. was um, having each classroom connected mm. to another classroom via a door. So they, mm. they did a study they found in the article that I read in the BBC um, 
that uh, the majority of mass shootings, uh, highest ca- casualties come about when there are bottlenecks or mm-hmm. confined spaces, obviously, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And if there's a shooter at the front of your classroom door, you can't escape. You're dead right there, and that's that's just the reality of mm-hmm. it. However, if the, every classroom had an adjoining door that was connected with one another, then let's say there was a mass shooter going into one room. They can then escape into the other. Then the other room that's being escaped into can escape through the door that they had as an entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and things of that nature. So I think that would be an ideal solution. We'll knock down a damn wall and put a stupid door down. You know what mm. I mean? I think that's an idea. Uh, but again, I still it makes cannot, sense. I, it does make sense, but it costs infrastructurally a lot yeah. of money. So what? Either way. Um, but it's an idea, and I really haven't. Again, as as the story is unfolded garnered any more of a solution it's going to be an interesting debate continually um i know there's a conspiracy theorist by right-wing people thinking that this is a conspiracy theory that these children that are presenting their anti-gun rhetoric are actually paid child actors mm. i think that was a big news story crisis too. actors crisis actors and then i didn't really even look into it as far as the validity of it because it just sounds insane to me and when will the crisis actors have their me too moment david they deserve justice too. For what? They're I'm joking. The, okay, the union paying them. Um, yeah, so that's the topic about Florida, and mm. it's, it's it's continually being discussed. Uh, speaking about some somber topics, uh, Billy Graham just recently passed. Okay, uh, he was a big televangelist. He was uh, very very influential. Um, what do you call? It? I just thought that was a pretty big thing because Billy Graham was a big. Uh, big influence in i think the evangelical evangelical mm. movement in the 1950s onward and well, the, i mean 70s 80s he's billy graham's been around okay fair enough 50s. but that's when the evangelical movement became a big he was political a, he, he kind of okay he, he was he was way back fair enough. i mean Maybe. don't get me wrong there have been bible thumpers in america mm. since the dawn of this country mm. you know what i mean like we're the so puritans so, after all Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we, we're so sexually um, constrained because of their... Interestingly, the oh, Puritans... Oh, got Timmy's a lot. No. The Puritans <laughs> Sex? were... Sex? Puritans? Mm. <laughs> the Puritans were relatively sexually liberal. They had pretty liberal divorce laws. Surprisingly, people don't think about that. Actually, they were so... They had such liberal divorce laws, you could get a Should divorce... The no, no, the Quakers were just Weirdos. screwing each other nonstop. <laughs> no, in the in Puritan New England, you could get a divorce just because your husband or wife wouldn't have sex with you, which is, I mean, given the times, <laughs> like that's really liberal. I wonder really how many divorces were some, some did from women. Who knows how many because of that? At some, there are records of some, but the fact that it was allowed is sort well, of I think remarkable. It's debatable about their the puritanical religion and 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 uh, their sexual openness i Mm. guess is the best way to describe it so um anyways that's a weird topic uh going on Mm. uh philadelphia was in the news uh this week it was um uh, non-stop um notable moments from philadelphia yeah yeah no um so uh one of the big things that happened in uh in philly was that one of the terracotta warriors thumbs Mm -hmm. uh was missing um they have a display going on in franklin institute right now in Mm -hmm. philadelphia so david could you explain for the benefit of our listeners what's the terracotta warrior? Um, I think you really want to actually. As okay. A fact. All right. <laughs> this seemed like something to me. I'll give you thirty seconds. Quickly go. Okay. So the Warring States period, right? Which was which was a time in ancient China. Give me a time. Oh, geez, I don't know. Two hundred BC, something like that. Okay. That that time scale. Okay. Okay. So China used to be like Europe, a bunch of different independent Correct. countries fighting each other. Correct. Then very very early in their history, um. One state 
won and united them. Mm-hmm. This was the Qin state. That's mm-hmm. where the word China comes from, the Qin state. So, And it's interesting why they were able to win. It's because they were further to the east. They were closer to the steppe area with mm-hmm. the nomads. Right. And they had, to, they had such a security problem with the nomads that by necessity to survive, they had to become more um, able militarily than the other countries had to. Makes sense. And even though they were on the fringes of Chinese civilization, because of that, they, they were sort of— They pretty much took over all yeah, of China. Yeah, exactly. So they took over all of China, and the guy was the emperor. This is the first emperor of China. His The way he set up the government is—it's unbelievable how influential he is to this day. He right. really set the tone for the entire civilization from him going forward. Correct. And he was obsessed with immortality because he was obsessed because— Obviously, in his rise to power, he killed so many people, mm-hmm. and he was obsessed with the idea that in the afterlife, all his enemies were there waiting for him to get there, to take their revenge. So he was obsessed with immortality. He Obviously, he didn't become immortal. Fun fact about that. The yeah. reason why he died was because one of the- The uh, mercury, right? Yeah, one of the um, elixirs that his, I guess, I guess chemists or, or whatever mm. you call them, herbalists alchemists. or alchemists were trying to concoct were uh, heavily based in, in, in mercury, and it's argued that- his death was actually uh, uh, brought closer or, or, or more quicker because of these weird concoctions that mm. he had that he had ingested. Most likely. Uh, so, anyways, when he died. So anyway, when he died, they buried him, and I guess to make him feel better, or maybe he wanted it. They created these clay, like tons of clay statues of warriors, mm-hmm. to sort of the ideas go with him into the afterlife and, and protect. And him. they were all unique in the and facially featured, in, mm-hmm. as if almost modeled off of each individual person, yeah. and mm-hmm. weighing about three hundred pounds each. Um, they and so it they, not only that there was these clay soldiers, but there were clay horses. There was these mm-hmm. armaments and things like that. No, no treasure at all in this particular mm-hmm. in this particular tomb. And they actually found that there there was a, another tomb section that was empty. Um, uh, speculating that maybe the emperor had died earlier than they thought he would have, hmm. so they just finished it off and just said, "Be done with it." Now, the Chinese, since its antiquity into the modern era, has been very reluctant to let Western archaeologists take place in, yeah. in looking uh-huh. or researching these 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 um, um, these sites, and it's very rare for them to even loan out these. Uh, terracotta warriors to the to outside of China, very mm-hmm. protectionist. As a matter of fact, there's another tomb about a couple miles away from the one where the terracotta warriors that has yet to even been opened. Hmm. Um, and they speculate that that's mostly where uh, he they think he was buried, the the emperor himself, and that's where his treasure is. Oh wow! Uh, but, the, but the Chinese government has been again very restrictive in allowing this and. I guess it's rightfully so. Westerners don't have a good track record archaeologically about taping, keeping things in the country in which they found them. I mean, that's you know, true. Egypt being, you know, the mm. prime example. Um, that being said, though, they're very reluctant to keep these items outside of China, and so that the fact that they were in the city of Philadelphia is a really big deal. Are they still here? Yeah, they're still here hmm. to the end of this month, I believe. Cool. Um, so anyhow, the story goes, some drunk guy was at a party at the Franklin Institute, hmm. wound his way inside the Terracotta Warrior exhibit, was taking a selfie with him, and by his testament said, accidentally touched one oh, of yeah, them, and his thumb, the thing's thumb dropped. Uh, 
worried and drunk, he took that thumb, <laughs> and then he uh, went back to his apartment and there for a month hid the thumb inside his sock drawer. Well, eventually it was dis- – <laughs> I kid you not. I couldn't make this stuff up if I tried. So eventually they realized the Franklin Institute that – uh, the, the the thumb was missing of one of the terracotta warriors and they did an investigation went back in the tapes and found this this guy and then eventually you know found the guy and china's mm-hmm. livid and saying yeah. he didn't protect these these things that we have held as national treasures further proving our point we don't want you anywhere near mm. the terracotta warrior or our our archaeological mountains finds. of gold in there yeah probably probably uh so uh yeah, so that was a big, wonderful moment in Philadelphia history. Um, another interesting. What do they do with the thumb? Did they put it back on? I, I have no idea what happened with the thumb. Probably they would. I mean, mm-hmm. God knows what's going to happen. Uh, but thank God that we live in a great city where uh, people know how to respect, you know, ancient ancient sites. Um, uh, what do you call it? Another another fun, quick story. Thirty seconds. Uh, a Korean national, or a Korean American, rather, in Philadelphia, went to Taco Bell mm. after a party. Um, supposedly, he's getting a PhD in UPenn for uh, I forget exactly what it was. Maybe it's his doctorate degree and okay. something or other. Uh, went to get some tacos after a night of drinking. Mm. Uh, told the cashier that his name was Steve, not giving mm. him his real actual Korean yeah, name because enough. you know he said he that, won't know how to yeah, pronounce exactly. it. So he gets his receipt, and it turns out that the cashier put Steve, and then under it, he put chink, mm. uh, the word chink. Um, then Steve let it go, but then he heard them in the back laughing and saying chink inside mm. the, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, for such a derogatory term. I'm just using it as a re- reason. They're referencing for, the referencing word that was used. Correct. Um, but uh, then Steve got annoyed, started being um you know, accostatory to them. Mm. The manager comes out saying, "You're right to be angry, but you shouldn't be, you know, doing this and that." Then all the people in the in the store got angry. Mm. Long story short, he posted on Facebook, and then the guy that said it on, uh, um, what do you call it, the uh, Taco Bell yeah. got fired. Uh-huh. And yeah. Steve's like, "I didn't want to get him fired. I yeah. just, you know, now he's going to hate us even more." Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the real funny thing about this, and it's not funny at all, is that he went com- to Taco Bell. No, no, is the comments that are on these websites that have the news story uh-huh. are all supporting the Taco Bell employee like what's such a big <laughs> deal about being called this that's what you really are <laughs> and like all these terrible horrible mean yeah. comments is like that's America that's yeah, America uh-huh. for you okay and then um, so I just thought that was interesting that was in another great news story for our beloved city after oh, yeah. the winning we're of, really uh, uh... pushing the envelope there exactly. in civility uh, another interesting article that I read was um, there's a tree in Germany hmm. really yeah there's a tree Wait, wait, hold on. You're telling me there's a tree in Germany. Yo, get out of here. Get out of here. Germany. No, I don't believe it. I kid you not. Wow. Uh, it's a 500-year-old tree. Mm. And for over 200 years, I believe, this tree has been a romance tree. Oh, boy. Now, I'm not talking about, like, them dendrophiliacs. Mm. Uh, look that up, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, but uh, but not on Google Images because you can't download them anymore properly. That's true. Uh, you can download. You just can't view. No, well, that's the whole point. Like you can't. Okay, right, okay. The point yeah, is, yeah. Google sucks. The point is, uh, the story goes is that there was a woman and a man, and they were forbade to see each other. Mm. So they would hide letters inside a tree trunk. Okay, and by doing so, they were able to communicate. Eventually, the father of the girl allowed them to be married, and this became a tree where lovers would send their letters to see if anyone else would match with them. It's the mm. original OKC. Interesting. So uh, I know your New Year's resolution. Mm. that I made for you uh-huh. Timmy, this year was for you to fall in love. Uh-huh. And uh, people to this day still write to the tree. And there's an official they write address. to the tree. 
<laughs> tree, oh magic tree, love me. Uh, but to this day, people it has a, a German. Uh, the Germans have an actual address for this tr- specific mm. tree, where people from all over the world write about themselves, saying, "I'm looking for a lover," or "I'm mm. looking for a friend," or you know, all these things in different languages. And um, to this day, people still. Um, find them. Mm. So people go to the tree to pick up the letter and they read it and the, the, the thing is is if you do not want to respond to that letter, you have to return it back to the trunk of the tree. Mm. And um, what do you call it? But if you do find the tree's letter interesting from a person from around the world, uh, you should then write back and as if you know that happens, and hundreds of marriages have taken place huh. given from the street. Very the, interesting. Yeah. So Tim... I, I should write to the tree. I really want you to write to this tree. I'll write to the tree. All right. So, we'll ladies and gentlemen, happens. if you're having... So, I've got some romantic German wood in my future. <laughs> <laughs> write it in French. Write it in okay. French. Okay. Dude, dude, seriously. Write one in French. Write one in um, English. English. Yeah. Right. And um, I don't know. I, I would be really interesting to see if someone would write back to you, Timmy. We'll I would see. Be, we'll who see. knows? Maybe... Because it's not just Germans. Mm. Excuse me. It's not the Germans who... Well, I hope not. <laughs> But people from all around the world uh-huh. go to there as a tourist site. Where is this? Um, I don't know exactly where the tree is located. It's mm. it's not. I don't think it's in Berlin or anything. No, it's just, there's no trees in Berlin. No. Um, what do you call it? But it's it's, it's an interesting topic. And I don't know. Is this? It was something I thought was nice and romantic. It's an and, interesting story. I think. Are you gonna write yeah. to the tree? Maybe. Tim, you're writing to the tree. I'll write to the freaking tree. Promise the viewers or listeners that you're going to write to this tree. Viewers, I promise listeners. you. <laughs> darn it. Listeners, I promise you. I'll write to this tree. All right. You better. And, I, and it better be amazing. And say, it will be. Under the coaxing of my friend, I am, you know, a podcast, a successful, <laughs> successful American. I am a successful American, American podcaster. podcaster. I came all the way from uh, from Ireland. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so, um. So yeah, um, what's that was curling? Curling. Uh, so the Winter Olympics. That's, that's a yeah. better segue. What's Give curling? It, oh my God! All right. So the Winter Olympics are still underway, ladies and gentlemen. The Americans are losing as we always do, mm. uh, but more miserably this year than ever. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, it's bad. We bad. kill. We killed the Summer Olympics. Oh, because that's yeah. Because that's the real Olympics. Uh, well, I would say it's not the real. Anyways, the point is, it's curling. I thought curling was pretty cool. I don't get it. Like, okay, the it's thing, like shuffleboard on ice. Yeah, essentially, but the, the thing where you sweep the ice. It's not sweeping. It's kind of buffering. Okay, so where you buffer the ice, mm-hmm. is this like really something you have to be like a one in a million athlete to do really well? Apparently, it's I all mean, about is trajectory. There, like sweeping the ice? It's not sweeping, it's buffering. Buffering the <laughs> It's not sweeping, it's buffering. <laughs> Is no. buffering the ice really like that hard? To I do? guess. I mean, you're not only on buffering; you're also skating and buffering on ice. It's a ridiculous thing. It is I ridiculous. know, but apparently the Canadians are really good. Oh, at and it. one of the Russian uh, curlers was busted for steroids. Uh, go no, 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 duh, hmm. no, duh, no, duh. Who hmm. the hell would? And I don't care. I don't want to know. Um... Uh, the Korean team's doing really well. Apparently, they're called. It's a the the female Korean um, curling curling team is doing hmm. really well. They're they're, beca- they're it's funny because these aren't the typical looking athletes you would see like the skate the skate the ice skating girls and stuff hmm. like that. They look like typical 
women and mm. that are average women and, mm. and the, they, they, these group of women look particularly nerdy and i'm not mm. i'm not saying that that's what they're self-described as okay. being nerdy girls and they even nick they even nicknamed themselves for the curling team the garlic girls mm. um yeah it's apparently mm. there's web comics about them now it's becoming <laughs> i'm not joking it's that's hugely it's pretty, pretty hugely funny. popular curling um yeah so i thought that was uh uh, that, that Timmy really wanted to address that for sure. I did. I needed to know. Uh, you needed to definitely know. You de- definitely need to know. Um, Tim, what is this last thing you wrote down? Alarm. On the card? Oh, my God. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to end this off with an original Tim and Dave annoyance topic because this, this whole podcast originated and culminated of from the idea. Of complaining about things. Uh, and I think this one is, is duly needed to be noted. Okay. Tim, when you go to bed. Yeah. What do you typically do right before? I set the alarm. You got to wake up in the morning. Mm, of course, People, unfortunately. That's just one of those yeah. things, okay? And the alarm sound that you have, mm-hmm. is is it one where you say is a calming one or one that's jarring to a point where you need to wake up? It produces up? extreme anxiety. Uh, of course. Um, and when you wake up and you hear that sound, you... Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Gets under your skin. Yeah. All right, so... Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I don't I don't know if what your alarm sound is, but there's an alarm sound in particular that's a default on many phones. And that alarm sound is and I'll play it for you right now. This is the one I actually use for myself. And I wonder actually if anybody else uh So a trigger warning might be in Trigger order? warning. Trigger warning. Ladies and gentlemen, trigger warning. Um Ah, oh, crap. I don't, I don't want to rename my alarm. I want <laughs> stupid f- You have names for your alarms? I do not. I'm not that anal. Um, Hi, John. <laughs> it's time for you to wake me <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, so here's the alarm I have when I wake up in the morning. I want to see if anyone relates to this. One more time. Is that giving anybody anxiety? Because that gives me mm. anxiety. Um, I don't have that. I have the old phone alarm. Oh, what's your you phone alarm? You think we should? Okay, let's find alarm. I think that's alarm. fair. So Tim's doing that. This is actually my ringtone for text messages. Oh, wait. Hold on. This is my ringtone one. Hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I'll play it one more time. That's right. That's Kim Possible. Oh, is it? So here's my alarm. Let's see. Yeah, that, that doesn't give me anxiety. <laughs> Well, of course, it doesn't give you anxiety because you don't have the association. Oh, here, here's my. Uh, here's, Yours doesn't give me anxiety. Here, here's my ringtone. Oh, by the way, the Stalin the movie's out. Soviet Union will live through the ages, the dream of the people, a fortress secure. Long live our Soviet motherland. When we started doing this as kids, mm-hmm. or college kids, we drank to that song. Mm, Long live good Soviet Russia. No, 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 but um, what do you call it? So the original alarm, that... So the other day I was in, you know, shopping or whatever, and I hear that sound, and it's a sudden, mm-hmm. just curdling feeling of anxiety and anger and pain. Mm. And I see a as I turn around, someone answering their phone, 
they put that as their ringtone. Mm. What sadistic piece of garbage would put that sound as the ring? There's some sickos out there, David. I, you know what? They, and I see them do this. I'm like, are you mad? This mm. is literally the war call, or or this is what the Grim Reaper would play <laughs> as he enters your house and says, no, this is it. You're dead. You're done. Uh. And that, that just reminds me of waking up and it's like, I don't want to do this. I hate doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do what I have to do. Holy crap. So it just got under my skin. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are one of those people who uses that sound as your actual ringtone, you messed up. You are literally a terrible person. Yeah. And you should reevaluate your values of life. Wow. So I just I just wanted to have people recognize that as something that they need to change. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. Big thing. It's a big thing. So, uh, but that's it for the day, ladies and gentlemen. It is it. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this week's Timmy Dave Show podcast. You better uh, have. As, as I said, we're in a process of learning in the new program yes, for digital yes. editing uh, with the Premiere Adobe Premiere Pro, or yeah, Adobe Premiere Pro, and mm. um, it's going to maybe be the next couple of weeks until I really figure that out. Um, it's similar to Final Cut Pro uh, Seven. But it's just one of those things. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, as I said, it's just one of those learning experiences. You know, you got to just roll with the punches, man. Roll with the roll punches. Roll with damn punches. Mm. So, um, but thank you all so much for listening. Uh, and I hope you all have a great rest of your week. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of great your week. Great rest of your week. Great rest of your week. I am not a crook. Great rest of the week. Great rest of the week. Oh, man. I love Scooby-Doo. Ha, 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 